Hello world and welcome back to Real Talk with Rajan when nothing's off limits. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you are here with me and I appreciate that. I am your host, Rajan Lewis. Now, here on Real Talk with Rajan, everything's debatable. So in any given week, we could be discussing anything from sports to music to politics. You name it, we'll discuss it. Now, for those who are new to Real Talk with Rajan, I am your host, Rajan Lewis. Thank you so much for joining us. Here on Real Talk with Rajan, we have a goal of shining a light on the great things and the great people that are right here in the low country and beyond. And tonight, we have a very special young man. Um, I'm excited about interviewing this young man. You've seen the video. If you haven't seen the video, after you watch this video, you want to make sure that you go find this video because this young man is making a difference in the community one person at a time. I want to introduce him. His name is Mr. G. Jordan. Thank you so much, sir, for joining me. How you doing? All right, all right. So for those, for the five people on earth that don't know who you are, please introduce yourself. I am G. Jordan. Uh, I call myself Pharaoh Almighty sometimes, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's my nickname. Okay. <laughs> Even though G. Jordan is my nickname, too. <laughs> <laughs> What's your government name? Just so we can get uh, that cleared up. Uh, Givion Jordan. But, Givion. But, but no one can ever say it properly, so they, everybody just calls me G. Jordan. Givion Jordan. I got it. Come on, Joe. My name is yeah, Rajan. I know. <laughs> I got it's, you. It's hard for 95% of people. It's, it's very hard. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So where are you originally from? I'm from North Charleston, South Carolina. Yep. Um, but I moved to Atlanta, Georgia. I moved to Durham, North Carolina. And then I moved to San Diego, California. And then I came back. So I've been a little bit of different states, you know. Okay. In the United States. All right, cool. So I actually, I don't know if you know this, but I know your mom. You do? Who? Yeah. What's her name? Trail? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, so Jalita, me and Jalita went to high school together. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. she ran track. She ran track. Yeah. Yeah, no trail for Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, I know I know your people. So when, mm-hmm. when, when everything happened with you, I saw your mom sharing the, the video. And then, uh, and and she, I was like, "Yo, that's dope. Let me let me meet this guy. I had no idea that you were gonna become this guy, though. So, yeah. so first of all, thank you for coming on my show, giving of my course. little show, you know, a couple, 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 an opportunity to, to speak to you and to hear your story. Um, but let's 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 start really at the beginning for you. Um, what, what's your upbringing? What was your upbringing like? Because apparently, you definitely have uh, a different mind, way of thinking about things. So, before we even get into the actual video, I want to talk about GG. The, the the gentleman who who yeah, who is the, G Jordan the 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 guy behind the mask <laughs> basically yeah who's the guy behind um, Pharaoh Almighty um, G Jordan is a guy who grew up with uh, a, a single mom you know um, urban area um, poor area you know um, I had a lot of people that I knew mm-hmm. but I didn't have a lot of people in my circle. So when we moved to San Diego or Atlanta or or Durham, North Carolina, you know, I I would I I knew people, but I didn't let people in my circle because I just knew that my energy was precious, mm. you know. And then I and then I also knew that one one wrong person in your your circle could could mess up your life, Absolutely. could 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 mess up my life, mm. you know. So so I really that's I guess that's when I really started analyzing people. At a, at, a, at a young age, but not really in a negative way, but in a self-aware way, you mm. know, like, yeah. I, like I wanted to wear, raise my awareness with people because I, cause I knew that's going to be one of the main factors of why I would be so successful. Mm. I love that. I love that. So with that being the case, like, were you, are you like a, were you like an honor student in school or cause I, I no. want to make sure people understand, like, 
You know? No, I was not in R. I, I was a, a C student. If maybe B on a good day, on a great day, uh -huh. you know, uh -huh. on a perfect day, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Um, I was just an average guy just trying to make it through high school, through middle school, elementary school, through college, you know? I was just yeah. trying to make it, you know? I wasn't. I wasn't deep into it where I was like, I'm yeah, I'm gonna study for five hours a day. I was not doing right, that. Right. I, like right. I just wasn't doing that. Um, and that's basically how my life went. And then I took school a little bit more seriously when I reached um my eleventh, twelfth grade year in high school. Is mm -hmm. when I started taking school a little more seriously because that's when um basketball scholarships started coming in. Okay. So I was like, oh, okay, well let me take it just a little bit more seriously then I got to play basketball for a couple of years at Erskine College. You know, I didn't start or nothing, but just that experience was right. just amazing. You know, that yeah. was just an, an 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 amazing experience to live out my dream because that because playing basketball on a on that big stage, even though it was D two, it was still my dream. You know? Right, and you played on scholarship, you said. Yeah, I played on scholarship. Like yeah, a, it was like a forty thousand dollars scholarship. <laughs> So it was crazy. Hey, y'all can sit on the bench all day. Get yeah. paid my college. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. You get, you still get the track. You still get the clothes. You still get yeah. the shoes. Yeah, that's a yeah. dub. I think that's and, a dub. And then I guess I probably could have made the starting team or like played more, but I broke my ankle. Oh man! And where I was in my life and in my mentality, I I wasn't ready for that. Okay. You know? I wasn't uh -huh. ready for that, and that and that that broke me, you mm. know. And and then I went back, what like I was on crutches for two months. I had a big boot on, you know. I couldn't play. I couldn't do anything because I actually broke the bone off another piece of bone. Wow. So yeah, so it was that bad, and I just gave up on myself and gave up on life. And I was just sitting at my um my 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 grandma's house, but on my step family side. Um, and I fell into the depression, mm. you know, like I was a victim to depression and I was just like, I hate my life, you know, and what I found out later on watching, uh, Eric Thomas, watching Tony Robbins, who's a really yeah. good motivational speaker. Absolutely. And he hit me cause he said that people usually fall into depression when their life is not going the way they thought it was going. It, it, right. Well, they, well, he said, People hit depression because their life is not going the way that they thought it was supposed to go. Mm -hmm. Basically, yeah. and that and that is what happened to me. My life wasn't going the way I thought it was supposed to go because I thought I was gonna play um, on on a big college team, like bigger than that 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 D two team. I was gonna play yeah. probably yeah. like Duke or something. You know, I had crazy dreams. You know, I was like, right. I was trying right. to make it big. You know, but right. Um, it just wasn't working out and that's when I fell into the depression and that's when I was a little bit of a suicidal, you know, but not crazy, wow. but uh -huh. I just, I just was like, my life is not worth it. Who I am as a person, I'm not worth it because I'm not doing nothing but being a bum. I'm everything mm. that people thought I was going to be. I'm everything that the system thought I was going to be. You know, I'm the statistic right now, you know? Wow. So, yeah, yeah. so like that really hit me hard and I'm just glad that I didn't, you know, go over 
the suicide point, you know, because yeah. I would have regretted that heavily. And I see a lot of people who have committed suicide or thought about committing suicide, and they don't know that if you just stick through it, it's going to be okay. Like, yeah. it's going to be okay. It's just, it's just a wall you got to break. Wow. Know? Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that, because that, I, that definitely is something that's hard to share. Um, yeah. It's not, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, so... You, you're in college. You find yourself in that place. Did you graduate from college? No, I didn't, I didn't graduate. I ended up transferring to Coastal Carolina because I was like, you know what? Because if people don't know, Erskine College is, is a small college, like mm -hmm. a thousand maybe people there. Mm -hmm. But they all, 90% of people there play sports, though. Probably yeah. more like 80% of people there play sports. So it's just a very small college out in the middle of nowhere, out in the country. You know, like there, they're our friends. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, so like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's how it, that's how it was. And I was just caught up in the hype of seeing everybody party at, you know, other schools, you know, um, Kentucky, you know, um, what what's Kansas, you know, all these big schools people are partying at. And I'm just like, I kind of want that, you yeah. know, like, yeah, you thought so, that was the way to go. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'm not going to play basketball no more because, you know, I'm getting older and it's too late. And, and I just gave up. And 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 at the same time, I wish I didn't give up because I I was still super young. But mm. I like I had no guidance. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I had a mom, you know, and I had women in my life, but I I really didn't have a man in my life to guide yeah. me or like a man in my position to tell me, look, it's just a hurdle. Like it's gonna be okay. You don't gotta give up. But I I didn't know. I wow. was young. I was young and dumb. You know, like right. I didn't. Know. Well, shit, how so, old are you now? Twenty three. You're 23, boy. Young yeah. and dumb. So listen, <laughs> let me let me tell you something. 23. <laughs> you you got you you're at 23, man. I'll I'll tell you this. Um, one the, the the fact that you recognize the fact that you you know you were young and quote unquote dumb at that time means that you're growing. Um, but I'm telling you, at 23, you're gonna have a lot more opportunities to feel young and dumb. Mm -hmm. uh, when you hit 30 and then 40 yeah. and you know because yeah. you got you got a long life ahead of you I'm, I'm really glad to hear you know even that you had though you had that bolt that that, mm -hmm. that bout with uh depression and mm -hmm. you know even suicidal thoughts like that you 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 came across you came through man and 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 right now you're you're like you're an inspiration to people so mm -hmm. so let's let's talk about so was this your first protest that you went to first ever <laughs> wow first wow. ever fir first ever like speaking to a crowd because i've I've only I've always was inspired by people like Eric Thomas, Tony Robbins, you know, the, those motivational speakers. Yeah. And I've always wanted to like be on that stage in a sense, but I had a big problem with stuttering. And even now, I don't stutter that much anymore. But mm -hmm. when I talk about sensitive topics and stuff like that, it might come back up. Yes. You know, but I've really made huge steps towards like stuttering and stuff like yes. that. But uh -huh. um that always hindered my growth of speaking because I was always so afraid of it. And I was always so afraid of what other people thought because I wanted people to accept me for who I am. And I thought yeah. if they saw the stuttering, they wouldn't, they, they, they wouldn't see me, you know, yeah. and they yeah. would look past the message I was trying to give them because I'm always stopping and going. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I, I love that. So I, I similarly, same thing, right? So I, I do motivational speaking. I do speaking as well. And I used to stutter. I used to stutter a lot. My dad used to stutter so badly, um, you know, to the point where people like make fun of him. And because yeah, I saw people make fun of my, my dad, you know, it made me really conscious about my stutter. So 
what I learned, um, and I do listen to Eric Thomas, and uh, I listen to ET, and Les, yeah. Les, yeah. Les, and uh, you know, and Les Brown, oh, Les Brown, yes, yes, and, uh, Tony <laughs> Robbins, you. definitely. So I'm, a, I'm a big fan of, of those of those people as well. But what I'll tell you is, you know, when you're doing your speaking, and this is not even something that we came in here for, but when you're doing your speaking, be confident, like you said, in who you are. Everything that God has put into you is, you, you have enough. Your story is going to be enough. Just every the thing that you've told me, the things you've told me in the in the like seven minutes that we've been talking so far have already inspired me um, mm -hmm. to, to keep going and to thrive. So I, the main thing I would tell you is to identify a place that you can perfect that skill. I, I did Toastmasters for two years mm -hmm. and that helped me a lot to perfect. Not It's not really perfected. I'm still growing it. But yeah. to, to better form and shape the style that I have of speaking and to make it individual to me because there's mm -hmm. something that's special inside of you that can only reach people that are assigned to you. Yeah, That's a, that's a special thing to understand. Um, and we're gonna talk more about that. But so, okay, this is your first protest, all right? So, so, yeah. so, 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 first of all, let's go before the protest. George mm -hmm. Floyd passes. What's mm -hmm. the first thing that goes through your mind? The first thing I'm, I'm going, well, the first thing that's going through my mind is that um, is another black man being killed. Yeah, you know, and like yeah. this was like slow murder. Yeah, you know, so it was it hit people differently because it's yeah. like. You could imagine yourself being George Floyd, and literally every single second, every single minute, you can feel yourself just dying off, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I think that is what hit me. I think that is what hit a bunch of people in the world, just like you can imagine being George Floyd. And then all the other black people that died just a day before, or a week before, or a month before, and it was just like, dang, this is really getting out of hand. Yeah, it's really getting crazy because we're like they're just murdering black people like we're we're animals. Yeah, you know, yeah. and us and us. Sadly, that is what some people really think of us. You know, they think that we're animals. They think that we're apes. They think that we're dogs. And a large part of it is due to um, their upbringing. A lot and a large part is due to social media and mm -hmm. like news outlets too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So George Floyd dies. The, the protests start uh, Minneapolis. You know, we mm. see what's happening in Minneapolis and then it grows. We start seeing it happening in uh, California and then mm. it starts happening in uh, Texas. And then it starts like the, the, the ripple effect starts to the point mm. where, you know, we get to the point where we're having the protest. And then Saturday night comes. Right. Saturday mm. night in Charleston comes. I can't remember yeah. the exact date, but I remember I was in uh, me and my wife. Were actually, yeah, yes. So me and my wife were in. Yeah, because it was our, our anniversary weekend. We were in Myrtle Beach um, celebrating oh. anniversary. We couldn't go far because. Corona. So we're in Myrtle yeah. Beach and uh and that whole day before I had been following the protests online and I knew that the one in Charleston was coming. And uh like all hell breaks loose in Charleston. Like it mm. goes hammer hammer, like hammer hammer bammer. They're they're burning things, they're breaking they're burning things. cop cars, they're burning cop, burn cars. cop cars, they're fighting cars. police. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. oh, this is this this is really real. Um and I got to be honest, I, I've said this on my show multiple times. My heart was broken that night just because I didn't know how to process it. Like, I didn't even go to sleep that night. I think I went to sleep at 630 that morning. I Like, I was up watching everything I could watch until like 630 that morning. I finally I fell asleep. At four. Yeah, so, yes, yeah, so you was, you was yeah. with me. So yeah. then the next day comes, Sunday comes, and they said, oh, they're mm. going to have some more protests today. Mm. And I'm like, there's no way people are going to protest after what mm. happened yesterday. <laughs> And so that's that's I started watching the beginning of the um the uh Marion Square protest 
Okay. And I see the stuff going on, but I saw you in the background, but I, I stopped watching before the thing happened with you. So I want to know what was your mindset going out there for the protest? Um, my mindset was that this is not the way, you know, like this only leads to more death. Mm. It, it only leads to more violence, you know, and I I try to see people, no matter who you are, no matter what you're wearing, no matter what background you are, I try to see people like I see myself, mm-hmm. you know, and whether that's the officers, whether that's white people, whether that's black people, I try to do that with everybody I meet and everybody I see. And to me, like I said in the video, I I cried that Saturday, four o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm crying yeah. because my family is fighting each other, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, it sucks when your family is fighting each other and you don't know what to do. You know, you don't know how to stop it, you know, because when people fight, it's like their mind is, is laser, you know, yeah. like, yeah. like there is really no stopping, you know? So I really wanted, it wasn't really a protest to me. It was more like a sign of unity, mm-hmm. a sign of less, fight this together because if we fight this together that foundation is going to be stronger now and guess what our goal we're going to reach it even faster now we're yeah. going to reach that goal even quicker now because guess what we have more hands on board now yeah so that was my whole mindset of doing that protest or the kneel or, or whatever you want to call it you know i just wanted everybody to come together kneel with each other and shake hands and lock arms and look yeah. at each other and say, you know, by the end of the day, I take showers like you. Yeah. <laughs> by the end yeah. of the day, I eat food like you. By the end of the day, I got to use the toilet and do number two like mm-hmm. you. Yeah. You know, Everybody got the same, like, yeah. we, we do all the same thing when all of this external factors that blinds us is 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 uncovered. You know, we all mm-hmm. do the same thing by the end of the day. And it's like when we see people, it's like we're in a video game. Like, really. And, and like, like, it's crazy. Like, we don't see people for who they are. And, like, I see people who are so religious. And I'm going to get a little bit deep now. I see people who are so religious, so spiritual, or whatever their beliefs are. And if you look at all the prophets, whether it's Christianity, Buddhism, whatever... A lot of them believe that you have to unite together to fight a cause. Uh huh. You know. Yeah. And and I see people in those categories I, I talked about that even though they follow those beliefs, they follow they follow those religions, but they don't carry out what those leaders did. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I just want to see if that way would work. You know, I wanted yeah. to go by the steps that was already led before me, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I was like, okay, let me not fight the cops. Let me not fight the other protesters, you know, that want to loot. Let, let me see what real, real love, mm. like true love, you know? Okay. Because a lot of love is like fear-based now. Yeah. yeah. You know, like yeah. a lot of love is I love you, but you're not going to do what you want to do because I know what's best for you. Yeah. You know, but that's, but that's not true love. That's fear-based love. Absolutely. You know, and there's and there's different categories of love, but we ain't gonna get deep in that. You yeah. know, but um, yeah. I wanted true love, and when you can strip away everything and see people for who they are, 
And that was my whole point, you know, with kneeling and talking and reaching out my hand because, look, I, I love you because I feel like you are my family because I feel like you are connected with me and through me. Mm. Yeah. So you want so so your goal going out there was to try to connect with the police officers. Yeah, because even with them, um, even though some of them, you know, they they can be doing the most, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not gonna yeah. lie, but some of them are really just doing their job, literally. Yeah. You know, like if 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 you was in their position, you would have been doing the exact same thing. I'm not talking about killing people now. No, you're I'm talking right. About I'm talking about being on the front lines, you know, just like in Marion Square yesterday when a SWAT team came out to um, protect um, Marion Square because the mayor didn't know if protesters were going to, you know, vandalize the monument even more or like start fires. You know, you don't know what's going to happen because it can yeah. be one, one crazy person and everybody's going to follow that crazy person. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but like even the SWAT team yesterday, like they were super nice and I was like, bro. I understand. You're just doing your job, you know? Yeah. You're, like, you, you got a family to feed as well. You got a life to live as well, you know? Yeah. And I, I, I feel like we see people like they're freaking robots, man. You mm -hmm. know? Like, we, like, we're not robots, you know? Yeah. We're, 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 we're human beings and we have an actual soul. Yeah. You know? So, like, that was just my whole goal. Do you think, do you think that a lot of the protesters are missing the fact that a lot of the police officers are just following orders? Yes, man. <laughs> yes, yes. They really it's they, okay to they say. don't even they 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 don't even they're not even like aware of it yeah. in a sense, you know? Like it's just like you're here and you're bad. You know, like you're a cop, especially in the black community, like if you're a cop, you don't get love. Yeah. You don't get no type of love and no one and people might hit me for this, but no one ever asks the cops how they feel about this. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know? Yeah, you know, like like it's only about what we feel. Yeah. You know, like how mm. do they feel about this too? And maybe if you understand how they feel, maybe we can come together now because now we're understanding each other just a little bit more, and yeah. now we can connect and solve and 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 make solutions towards a better future. But some people they really believe all cops are racist. They, like mm. they really believe that. They really yeah. believe all cops are bad, and and they really believe that because of how the system is constructed all cops have to be bad and mm. i can i can kind of see you know like i understand you yeah. know that that type of mindset but you don't know all cops yeah. by the end of the day you know I you can can't understand that for sure you can't box people in and i tell people just like how some white people box us in just like how the news box us in just like how some police officers box us in as black people being thugs animals apes Every negative thing, you know, just because of the color of our, sh our skin or, or just because of how systematic racism and even slavery has mentally, spiritually, and genetically made us like this, we can't do the same thing that they did to us, which is box them in. Because yeah. now we're being hypocrites now, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, had a, I had a lady that, that, that told me about, you know how... Women movements, they um they talk bad about men because men talk bad about them first. Yeah, yeah. You're like you're doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. You know, like yeah. you're doing like you're not being the bigger person, you know? Absolutely. And like my thing, one thing I always knew when I was wrong, I've always apologized to people, even if I was just a hair wrong. You mm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even even if I wasn't really wrong, even when I could have just did better, you know. 
I've yeah. always apologized to people who I've gotten in fights with, you know, people who didn't like me. You know, I've apologized to them, and I and and I told them, you know what, bro, I love you. By the end of the day, I want the best for you. You know, I want you to live your best life. And I've never had anyone reject me when I apologize to them. Word. That you makes know, sense. let's make sense. You know, so, so because we all want to, we all want to do better. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, going back to your protest, um, during you know the 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 um now the thing I do remember is before your actual part where where they they ended up arresting you, they had started making an announcement that the um you guys are over the time for the protest. The protest was supposed to be over at a specific time, and you guys are still out there. Um. Knowing that you guys were going to be out there after um, the protest hours, the allowed hours were, were, what was going through your mind at that point? See, and that's where my mistake was, mm -hmm. you know, and, and people don't, they don't want to own up to their mistakes or yeah. what, of, yeah. of, of how they could have handled situations better. Cause I didn't even know there was a protest time. Oh, okay. So yeah. I was, I was naive to that, you know? Yeah. So I didn't yeah. even know there was a protest time. Maybe people in my circle that I was with knew, you know, and maybe the officers knew, other people knew, but I didn't know. I was just, I just wanted to make a stand to, you know, help the world move forward, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So you were out there, um, whatever was going on, and then you started to to make your plea. Um, and if, again, if you guys have not seen this video of this young man and his plea to the police officers, it was very, it was very genuine from from the heart. Um, I could I could definitely tell that you you were pouring your heart and into to imploring them to to join you know you and and to 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 be uh, to be a part of of something good as opposed to you know tearing away at the fabric of of the community and I and I appreciated that greatly. Um, and then they arrested you. What yeah. was that about? Um, I I thought about it a few times. Um, it could have been. Multiple factors could have been simply the fact that most people want to um, <laughs> put in places that the, the cop was racist. Okay. You know, that's that's the fact that most people want to put in play because that makes the news just bigger. Right. You know, right, it, like right. it just makes the story bigger, mm -hmm. you know, but it also could have been because the looting from last night and he yeah. didn't want this to carry over to was it Sunday? You yeah, know, Sunday, like yeah. he didn't want that to carry over to Sunday. You know, or whoever he was talking to higher up, you know, didn't want yeah. that to carry over to Sunday. Um, he could have been scared and wanted just to protect his family, which mm -hmm. is the police officers, because at that point, I had a lot of power. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, I, I was the only one speaking. Like, everybody just stood still and was like, let's see what he does. Mm. You know? Let's yeah. see what he says. So, one wrong move by me, more people could have died that day. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. literally, like more more people could have died that day because I could have charged the cops, I could have fought the cops, and because I was the leader at that time, people would have just followed me. Yeah, you know, which would have made everything worse, everything worse. Would've, yeah. which would have destroyed everything that I stood for. You know, I came here to do a peaceful protest. I'm gonna leave out here with a peaceful protest. Yeah, you know, I'm not. Yeah. I, I like like I don't like when people switch up. You know, yeah. like yeah. you came here for a certain goal. Let's finish out that goal. Yep. Maybe I don't like the outcome totally, you know, but I'm going to stick to what I said I was going to do. Mm -hmm. You know, so I was just like, it's 
it's okay if he's if he arrests me because I knew it was bigger than me being arrested in a sense. Yeah. I knew I had people to protect. I had black people behind me, white people behind me. I had cops in front of me to protect because like I said just a few seconds ago, I knew that my next move could have been critical. Yeah. You know, could yeah. like it, it could have made like a Marion Square little war out there. Yeah. You know? So yeah. I knew, look, I'm going to I'm going to go to jail and everything's going to settle down. And guess what happened? Everything literally settled down. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then and then it, and then they start playing music, I think. I don't know what someone's going to be in something. They started playing what the I don't know what it, what's it called? Banjo? I don't even know. See? I'm oh bad, yeah. I'm okay. They started playing yeah. the Trump. The, I don't know what it's called. <laughs> you know, but it's but they start playing instruments, they started singing songs, you know. And that could have been a whole different outcome. It could have been maybe five people died that day, ten people died that day. And then the news would have made that into an even bigger story, you know. Right. What if a cop had died? You know, what if a cop shot someone? You know, what if what if, you know, it could have been a lot of what ifs. So I decided to take all those what what ifs with me away. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Did did they say anything to you when they took you in or did it just like, let's go, homie? get out of here basically well from what i remember you know because my my because you know when you're when you're on stage you know or like playing football or basketball yeah. when you're in the moment you yeah. don't really you know you're so zoned in you're not really focused yeah. on like the little details you know yeah so he probably maybe he did say something to me but i don't know you know i was just so focused and zoned into what i was saying Word. How, how do they treat you when when they, when they put you like in the paddy wagon or whatever it was were they were they nice or were they, they, were, they were all pretty nice for real like even the cop that didn't arrest me but the cop that took me away we talked about family guy we talked about naruto anime i talked about how's the life of being a cop you know because i want to know i want to know why you're a cop i want to know why you do the things you do because now i can understand and maybe i can see what we can both do to make a peaceful solution out of all of this mm. you know so all the cops you know you may have some cops you know with the tough face you know with the <laughs> that's a cost with the the strict tough faces you know yeah. you have those cops too but all of them were pretty nice um maybe could have done done better with the covid going on and stuff like that you know yeah. with keeping us more separate and stuff like that too but um but as in people talking to us, um, they talk to us pretty, pretty yeah, nice. nice. You know, that's, that's good. Yeah. That's really good to hear. I'm really glad to hear that. Um, and, and I mean, again, like you said, though, I mean, those police officers are out there doing their job. I mean, mm -hmm. they were told to go out there and do their job. I'm pretty sure that, that was not the best, most optimal um, opportunity for them to, you know, to do their job. But they do mm -hmm. the job that they're called to do. Um, and. That day, at least, I didn't see anything that was nuts that happened, um, and especially in reaction to what happened the night before. Mm. All right, so so from that, you get you have charges. What, what were the charges that they charged you with? Um, disobeying lawful order. So I guess because of the curfew you said and stuff like that, yeah. and and um, they told us to move, and we did. And I'm sorry, and we didn't move. So I guess they, they charged me and the other people with disobeying lawful order. Okay. All right. And and after that. The video goes out and did it. I'm blow. in jail cell. I'm you in a jail, jail cell. <laughs> Look, man, I'm in jail cell. Look, I'm in jail cell. And like, people don't understand that either. And like, they're like, why, why aren't you just so mad? Yeah. Why are you just so frustrated? And maybe because my wife says I'm quote unquote different. Uh huh. When I look at situations, 
I try to look at it from many different factors. Yeah. I try to look at it from many different, which what you would call perspectives, uh-huh. you know? So me sitting in, in, in jail cell, I was really like, I'm like, I wonder what people be doing in here. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. like I, yeah. you know, like that's yeah. my mentality of thinking, yeah, maybe it sucks and I'm in here, but I'm trying to understand the life of being an inmate, you know, yeah. like, yeah. how like I'm lucky to be in here for 12 hours. Yeah. They you took know? your shoestrings like, and you, stuff. No, no, no. They didn't take oh, out shoe strings. Okay. So cool. I had my clothes on. You know, I don't know if that was mandatory practice or not, but I we wasn't going to stay there more for more than a day. I think right. I think they really arrested us because they thought we we could have been the leaders that turned into looters. Yeah, you know, and yeah. they just wanted us to not be on the streets at nighttime. Yeah, because they already right. saw what happened before. That that from what I've analyzed, what I've thought about over the days, that's really what I believe. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So just sitting in jail, so I was just like, "Wow, um, this urinal is like is like yellow, man." You yeah. know, and stuff yeah. like that. And I'm yeah. like, "How do people stay here for 20, 10, 30, 50 years?" And sometimes yeah. they don't even do half the stuff I did. You right. know, and sometimes right. they don't do nothing at all. They get locked up for all their life for no reason. So mm-hmm. that's what's going through my mind. And I'm like, "Wow, I'm so lucky to only being here for 12, 14 hours. People mm-hmm. in here." living like living the prison life like it's their lifestyle yeah you know yeah. and that yeah. that that is what hurt me yeah you know yeah. that's that's where i get emotional that is where i get mad you know not that i'm being locked up but people staying here for for a numerous amount of years and they shouldn't have even been in the place in, in the, the first, first place, place or they yeah. shouldn't have got got gotten the amount of time they got yeah. you know yeah for sure so when so when you got out, you got in the morning, right? It was like early in the morning. You got out three, three, four o'clock, three, oh. three, four o'clock in the morning. Okay, so when did you find out about the video? Oh well, I was in jail, so can we take it back a little bit? I was in jail, so right. and and like just another perspective thing. I met. Okay, so I'm a I'm a dancer as well, mm-hmm. and I was dancing. I was you know think about designing shoes. I was doing my like do-rag business. So I had a whole life before this, you know, and I mm-hmm. wanted to be one of the best dancers ever and to me, you know, and I still want to be one of the best dancers ever to me, you know, because yeah. that's that's my first gift. You know, my first gift is dancing. My second gift is speaking per se. And then yeah. it seems like people only want me to do my second gift and I don't really sit well with it because, you know, dancing is my ultimate form you love of dancing. Yeah. expression, yeah. you know, so... What happened was I met a person who is a, he's like a graphic designer and he also like edit videos and stuff like that. So I'm like, wow, God, look at you, God. You know, you done set me up with a person that I've been looking for for months Mm -hmm. to try to record me dancing, to try to help me with my do-rag business and with my pictures. So that perspective plays into my mind. I'm like, this is actually an opportunity. This is actually a learning lesson. And I, with every situation, I try to take from the good and I also try to take from the bad because I know that I can learn a lot from the good, but I also know if I really look at it and analyze it and pay attention to it, I can learn mm-hmm. a lot from the bad as well. Yeah. And just sitting in my jail cell and uh, I'm thinking about, wow, I didn't make no impact on the world. You know, I'm just like, I probably got a, like a, a hundred views, maybe 500, a thousand yeah. if I'm lucky. Yeah. But ain't like like it's nothing that's gonna be nothing to talk about, you know. Right, right. And then I I come I come out of 
the jail at four o'clock, three, four o'clock. And then people are just um, blowing up my phone. Like my family's telling me, hey, your video is getting attention, it's getting shared, you know, but it didn't, I don't, I don't think it even reached a million at that point. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I fell asleep and woke up the next day and it was just like, can someone take my phone away from me? Wow. Because I don't want this no more, you yeah. know? Basically, because yeah. it was just my phone was just ding, 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 mm-hmm. ding, ding, like, like, like 24 hours dinging, like, yeah, that, you know, yeah. and I'm just like, this is actually like, it's cool at first, but after that first week, it's, it's actually really <laughs> annoying. Like, people don't realize <laughs> that, like, people might call me a local celebrity or a celebrity or a leader or next MLK, whatever you want to put me, put what box you want to put me in, you know. Um, but that fame life, you gotta be tough to yeah. handle that. You yeah. gotta, you gotta have some tough skin. Yeah. You know, you gotta have a tough mind. You have to have a tough spirit because what basically what it feels like is people just pulling you and poking you. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's what it yeah. feels like, you know, yep. and I'm, I'm an introvert when I'm by myself, you know, and wanting to grow yep. and I'm a extrovert when i want to express myself like speaking or when i'm out in public or when i'm dancing you know yeah yeah. but when i can never be an introvert anymore and work on my own personal growth and my boring stuff i do every day which Mm -hmm. i think makes me a better person you know it actually makes me happy then that really gets to me and i'm like okay look we gotta do something about this because this ain't gonna work me doing what everybody wants me to do just for some fame you know, because uh-huh. for, for me, it was never about fame. Right. You know, for me, I really wanted all my family to, to come together and build this house better than it has ever been built before. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, 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 like, you were more turned off by the amount of attention that you got from it than it, like, excited you. Because a lot of people would be like, yo, man, I'm viral. No. <laughs> I did that. I didn't care. I didn't care. I want to say I didn't care one bit, but that wasn't on my mind on my mind was like um well someone wants to invite me to dinner at 10 o'clock we don't get done to 12 o'clock and i gotta wake up at four o'clock to meditate you know like how the heck i don't have enough hours to sleep you know like i like like i want to eat brown rice and broccoli and asparagus and some wild caught salmon and Uh people invite me to all these places that just a bunch of burgers and fries and a bunch of unhealthy stuff because i really have high standards of the way I live, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's yeah. just like, I couldn't live up to those standards anymore. I couldn't live the life I wanted to live anymore because everybody just wanted me to do what they wanted to do. And at the same time, I'm trying to make connections with people. So it was like, do I just make connections with people and do that? Or do I just be like, you know what? Look, y'all got to leave me alone. Because, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, but what I realized is that I got to, have a balance and what i realized i just can't have all of my cake you know like you know like i like that's like i had to sacrifice you know and that and that was the real that was the real journey and struggle and growth for me was learning how to sacrifice my time for other people's time you know because because i never had to do that before because i i was what you would call a regular person uh i was called a nobody you know yeah so i never yeah. had to deal with that before and and i grew up um by myself you know i had um i have a half sister and i have a little brother who's three right now two or three right now i forgot i should know that but you know i grew up by myself you uh-huh. know so i never yeah. had to sacrifice time like that yeah so it was like it, so that part was just 
mentally, I, I had to challenge myself. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. So, like, I remember when I when I reached out to you originally. And that day, <laughs> you know, like, we were supposed to do this interview, what, two weeks ago? Was it a week yeah. ago, two and, weeks ago? And look, look, look. I apologize. Um, everybody My guy. watching now, I just want to say I sincerely apologize. Nah. Um, when life when life's coming at you that fast, yes. you don't know what the right move is to make. Yeah. You know, but what, people but, are just telling you what the right move is. Right. <laughs> but but what I tell you that night, I said it's gonna be a whole lot of people pulling on you. Make sure you're yeah. protecting your peace, protect your yeah. energy, because it's gonna be a whole lot of people that want a piece of you, man. And yeah, the thing that you said that I really loved to hearing you say is that you're trying to make connections. Because mm -hmm. you were out there for a reason. You were out there for a purpose. Your approach to mm -hmm. it was was definitely different than a lot of people who went out there for whatever reason. And I'm not going to bash anybody <laughs> for their individual reasons for going out there. But you yeah. went out there with a very specific purpose. Um, and you walked away from that not knowing how, how the video, quote unquote, was going to go. But mm -hmm. you walked away feeling like a failure because you weren't able to make your that, that connection that you wanted to make. <laughs> but yeah. after that, after that, you allowed yourself to, to 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 go into that and realize, okay, there's an opportunity here for me. Mm. I love that, and I, but I also love that you said, "Well, when am I going to meditate? When yeah. am I going <laughs> to find my time for myself? When am I, when am I going to find time to eat the way I need to eat?" What? Yeah. Have you figured out how to say no yet? In a sense, yeah, but it, but it, but at the same time, it's like. You want to pick the best opportunity, you know, but you don't know what the best opportunity is, you know. So what I realize and what I also see other people do who are very successful, um, they try to have all the opportunities, okay. you know, they want it all. And what I realize, if I want to maintain my peace, maintain my happiness, I got to miss out on some. Yes. You know, yes. like and and I realize I don't want. All the opportunities. I don't no. care about having all the opportunities. Right. That's not. That's not who I am. I. Yeah. I really care about um, my happiness and my peace and my personal growth and all. Oh shoot, my headphones on flu. And okay. and all the areas of my life, you know. And I can't have all these opportunities if I want to be that person. So yeah. then I really had to sit down because what I do is I sit down and I really have conversation with myself. You know, and I had to sit down and talk to myself and I had to be like, gee, you don't care about having every opportunity that comes, you know, like yeah. it's OK if you miss opportunities. And yeah. people in his, in the um, world of success, you know, um, A-list celebrities and stuff like that, I see them and I see how some of them, they just don't get they just don't get it. You know, yeah. If, yeah. Hey, if you want to be who you are, you got to miss out on some. You can't have all the cake now. Right. You know. Right. Right. Like, like yeah. you can't have it all. Yeah. So speaking of A-list celebrities, one very, very <laughs> big, very big A-list celebrity. If my name was attached to Jay-Z in any way, shape, form, or fashion, people who know me know how I feel about Jay-Z. And Jay-Z personally reached out to the city of Charleston to make sure mm -hmm. that they dropped your charges. First of all, what did it feel like hearing that that call was made for you? And two, did you get to speak to Jay-Z or his people? No, I didn't get to speak to him. Maybe I might speak to him with my uh, attorney that I have now and set up something, you know, because cause he is supporting me and, and stuff like that. But I haven't speak, um, spoken to him yet. But um, the whole Jay-Z thing, <laughs> my wife, people calling my phone, my mom texting my phone, 
and they're like, guess what happened? Guess what happened? And yeah, I'm just yeah. like, what happened? You know, because at this point, it's it's about two, a week and a half, two weeks into this, and I'm just like, what happened now? Can I just get a break from all this, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then they're like, Jay-Z, just shout out to you. And um, he wants to, like, drop all the charges in, like, Rock Nation. And I'm just like, cool. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I would I would have been like, nuts. You know, you were, I'm just like, at 23, just like cool. At 23, I would have, dude, I might have ran a marathon running around my neighborhood. I might have yeah. ran 20, 26.2 miles running around mm -hmm. my neighborhood just in my excitement, just because I'm such a Jay-Z fan. Now, you're 23, yeah. so you may not be that big of a Jay-Z fan. But yeah, for me, yeah. oh, my God. You couldn't yeah, tell like, me nothing. Yeah, like, um, I just want to say thank you, Jay-Z, for all your love and support. I really appreciate it. And I, I am a Jay-Z fan. Probably not as big as you and because we grew up in different times as right, well. Right, right, but right. But even if it was, like, somebody that I really, like, aren't, is inspired by, I don't know, just how I am. I'm a very, like, I can be very, you know, upbeat going, but my natural state is more, I'm a slow walker, you know? Mm -hmm. I try to sometimes talk slow, you know? I'm just, I try to be calm and relaxed, you know? But when yeah. it comes to dancing, I'm a whole different beast now, yeah, you know? Yeah, but, yeah. but, like, but like in, in my, like, normal state i'm just like very calm so it's just like when jay-z when jay-z shout out to me and wants to um help me and stuff like that it was just like cool and i'm i might have said wow but but my wife's like you're not more excited than this and i'm just like i'm excited but at the same time i'm still trying to figure out how i'm going to work through all this i'm still trying to figure out and jay-z made my situation worse now <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah, okay you know okay yeah you know i, I feel saying? you like, yes yes you know okay I'm all right trying to figure out that man i'm trying to figure out now now more news reporters gonna hit my phone you know you know what yeah. i'm saying now more like jay-z wants to talk to this guy yeah you yeah. know you know what i'm saying so that. like so like in my mind my mind automatically switches to how am, how am i gonna navigate through this now yeah you know because jay-z you talk you want to talk about a list he's He's, he's 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 the top. He's the he's, you know? the, he's the list. Yeah, so he's the like, list. I'm, yeah, so like I'm so like I'm trying to figure out how I'm gonna deal with all these people who are gonna come at me now, just because Jay Z said my name or Rock Nation said my name, and how yeah. I'm gonna manage all these people and how I'm gonna deal with all the backlash. How I'm gonna deal with all the jealousy. You know, yeah. like I'm still yeah. happy, but yeah. I also know there's a real business side of this. You know, mm -hmm. like there's yep. a real business side of this, and I and 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 I understand. Well, I understood that, and I knew that. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's that's really good, man. That that response is amazing. Like your your maturity at 23 is is really good, man. And people will tell you, you know, I I know you you like yeah, I'm a grizzled old 23 years old, dude. When I if I could tell if I could explain to you, like shoot, I'm 38 now, right? Mm -hmm. I'm 38. Dang, you look good. Hey man, God is good, man. Hey, you know, you know, turn my hat backwards a little bit, you know, black don't crack. Uh -huh. But uh, but um, <laughs> but uh, but, but but seriously, man, like you are dealing with this in a way that is so beyond your years, and that's mm -hmm. a nuts thing to say. But trust me, when I tell you, there are so many people at twenty three years old that would get that kind of exposure and lose their minds. Like would lose mm -hmm. their minds. Um, so I want to commend you for that. Um, I do have some comments in the in the in the comment section. I want to make sure I read mm -hmm. because there's a, a lot of comments, and I'll make sure I read them. If you do have comments or questions, please add them into the comment section. Also, just to reset, this is a real talk with Rajan. Thank you all for watching. Jay Z, if you are watching my number, <laughs> just, just inbox me. So, you know, just no if you watching, yo, 
realtalkrajan at gmail.com if you if you watch it man but uh <laughs> i will be excited um but yeah so um this is real talk rajan we do this every wednesday night local celebrity spotlight and uh, we are interviewing the illustrious mr g jordan actually the humble mr g jordan i don't even want to call him the illustrious because he's he's such a humble young man and i know the stock that he comes from he comes from a good family and good people so i, I wanted to make sure that i shouted everybody out shout out to all the ravenels shout out to trail shout out to jaleel all all of them so um yeah, so you got some comments. Uh, one says, um, more mature and grown up than half the 23-year-olds I deal with in the military. Shout out to Ryan Claymore. That's my guy, guy. Appreciate you, man. Uh, Montrell said he, when he was 23, he was young and dumb. You should have seen him at 23. <laughs> uh, your mom said, uh, I will not oh, even. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I will not even <laughs> share where I was on my mindset at 23. Yeah, man. We, as parents, we can't we can't do that yet. Uh, yeah. Let me see. Let me go and, down. Like, people. People can't fathom that I got married at 21. Dude, I got married at 19. Oh, I can't fathom that. I got I got <laughs> I, married. I can't fathom that. I got married 14 <laughs> days after graduation of high school. Dead you serious. You playing no games. You nah, no games. No, nah, I had extenuating circumstances, bro. Extenuating circumstances. <laughs> hey, but but it was good though. I mean, it, it worked out. Ended up working out long term. Uh, I don't know. I don't know you, but you are one smart young man, and may God continue to bless you. We need more thank young you, men like you. you. Yes, sir. Um, Damon Fordham, one of my one of my mentors, uh, says, um, I appreciate <laughs> this amazing. opportunity for the of the world to hear the real you. Blessed as you are, the gift of articulation for sane people everywhere. You're the gift of articulation for <laughs> he sane people. He always says that. He is. He's nuts. I, I love Mr. Damon. Uh sorry, Professor Fordham. I will continue, I will say publicly here that what I told you privately. I may be your elder, but you are my hero for being yourself and inspiring young people at the same time. Absolutely true. Um Daniel Laurie, my guy, he says, I'm letting him know he's a big inspiration to me. Carolina strong to Carolina strong. Now Thank we have you. a question from Jaden James. Who's my, 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 my young niece. Shout out to Nisi J. I see you. Uh, she says, question for G when you were at the event for the removal of the John C. Calhoun monument on the 17th, <laughs> at the end of the event, you went up to the podium to speak. Well, the crowd was a little loud. You then asked why people weren't paying attention. The live feed I was watching ended before you could speak. I wanted to know what did you have to say at that moment? I just wanted to tell people there um, the same thing I've been preaching is that if we really want to change the world, the only way we can do it is if we do it together. And we have to love, respect, communicate, and understand each other if we really want to unite. You know, like yeah. we can't have this just walking, like walking into Walmart. Nowadays, it's not the yeah. same. It's not the same energy. Yeah. People yeah. don't even look at you no more. You know, yeah. white people don't look at black people. Black people don't look, don't look at white people. Black people don't look at black people. We not even look at each other no more. You know, yeah. because of all this war. Like this is war. Yeah, this is yeah. war. When one side is here and one side is here, and they don't want to resolve any in any of their conflicts with each other, and just want to be be egotistical and be hypocritical towards the situation. Yeah. And that is what we're doing. You know, we're like we're our our pride and our ego is taking the best of us and we're judging everybody. Yeah. We're judging everybody when we can commit the same sins, when we did the same thing, do the same thing or might or might do the same thing. Yeah. You know, so like I just wanted to tell people that look, I am here for you. Look, I'm not trying to be your leader. I'm not trying to be your Martin Luther King. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to be your activist. You know, I'm not trying to be, I'm just trying to be me. Yeah. 
what is me? I'm just trying to be G Jordan, aka Pharaoh Almighty. Yeah, that's the yeah. best version of himself. Yeah, that's what that means to me. You know, I'm just trying to be me, and I just want to walk with you. So just allow me to walk with you because I'm pretty smart. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm pretty wise. You know, I'm pretty humble. You know, I'm pretty genuine person. You know, like like if you walk with me and you allow me to walk with you, I'm going to help you as much as I can. You know, to get yeah. to the destination you want to go. Yeah. You know, especially if we all want the same destination. And what is that? That's equality. That's yeah. justice. That's happiness. That's peace. We all want that. Yeah. You know. But yeah. we can't do that if we at war with everybody in the room. You yeah. know, like yeah. some people, they really think they can talk and listen at the same time. And you I'm can't. like, wow. And and I'm like, wow, you're you're a god. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like you're a god. You can like you can do that. You yeah. know, like yeah. that's the that's the impossible for me. So if we came and talk and listen, how in the world are we gonna fight and listen? Yeah, yeah. How indeed. Indeed. You know, that's Indeed. so much more movements and actions. And, you know, like, if you can fight and listen, look, look, I should just bow down to you. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you doing something that I think can never, ever be done. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Absolutely. So, and, like, I just wanted to tell, like, even the processors there that, like, I love them and I understand their pain. And I also want to tell them, and, like, they didn't really let they didn't really, just like the lady said, they didn't really um, let me finish my conversation and my speech and what I was going to say. But I want to say to them that, yeah, this, um, this statue, it needs to be, it needs to be gone. Yeah. You know, it doesn't need to be re relocated to like another place in Charleston. Mm -hmm. Maybe it could be re relocated where the history is still taught because we still need history now. Yeah. yeah. We still need yeah. the good and still bad in history. Yeah. We can't just eliminate all the bad in history because yeah. we're gonna be naive to it now. We're yeah. gonna be ignorant to it now. You know, like yeah. we like we like we gotta still learn the history because that's how we make better decisions moving forward. So I know you wanna throw all the history in a hole in the river, but look, if you do that, you are gonna lose knowledge automatically because it's mm. gonna be gone forever. You know, but I yeah. am here with you with this statue, with this racist statue. I'm here with you. When I grew up, when I grew up in North Charleston, uh, South Carolina, and I'm walking on the Wayland down the street from the county jail, I got arrested in, and police officers are following me just because I'm a black man and and I look suspect. Mm -hmm. I, I like like I hear you when I'm in my higher class white older neighborhood that I live in now, and I'm just trying to be me and dance and walk past people, and people look at me with all faces and all eyes. Or they might cross the street and walk past me and cross the street again. And I'm just like, how more disrespectful can could you be? Yeah. You know, like yeah. I'm here for you when people make fun of me because I'm black. Mm. You know, when people make fun of me because I'm brown skin. You know, like I'm here for you when teachers think I'm stupid just because I'm black. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm like I'm here for you. When even black or black crime, you know, and there's white on white crime as well. Yeah. You know, like y'all yeah. keep putting black or black crime in a box. There's crime or crime with every goddamn race. Yeah. Look at the Chinese people hundreds yeah. of years ago. They were way worse than they would literally cut your head off. Mm. And they were the same people. Mm -hmm. You know, like 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 I'm like I'm here for you when they put black people in such a tight box that we can't breathe. I can't breathe. George Floyd, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. they put us in such a box where we can't breathe. Yeah. 
and I agree. it feels like we're suff- and it feels like we're su- we're suffocating and and it's a large part to do of this foundation of this system you know like mm-hmm. we need to make a new system you know this system was built on terror on mm. destruction on genocide on kidnapping you know it was yeah. built on this so you trying to change a system when the foundation was this no we need to create a whole new system yeah. and wipe it clean and make it even more detailed you know like yeah. i'm in i'm a uh i think of stuff with a lot of imagery so mm-hmm. for me this house is like broken you know yeah. so yeah. we need to build the house and even still it won't be the perfect house but guess what those small little details in them house we can mm-hmm. fix but if you don't fix them, those small details, if you don't fix them, those small holes, there's going to be holes all over the house. Yeah. And then guess what? Your house going to look like downtown Charleston Road, you know? Like yeah. it's going to yeah. be potholes everywhere. Yeah. You know, it's going to yeah. be a whole mess, you know? Yeah. And we don't want that. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. so that was my mess. Somehow you got muted. Can you hear me? Oh, oh yeah, but like as I said, I want to say a couple other stuff to them as well. But they were just so angry, they were just so frustrated, and and I also wanted to tell them, look, even though I shook hands with a cop, I'm here for you. Yeah. You know, I'm all about unity. That was my first message for the global for the global video. You know, yeah. was about unity. You know, yeah. I never strayed away from from my thesis. Yeah. You know, I like like I never strayed away from it. Yeah. You know, but yeah. look. I'm here for you, but also I got to be here for them as well, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. they need help as well, whether that's understanding, whether they need to learn something, whether they're not aware of something, you know, I can't just help one side and then the the, the other side is unaware and the, the, the other side doesn't know nothing or the other side needs help but can't understand and you expect us to live in this utopia world. It's not going to work out, you know, you like. Yes, we're going to help the Black Lives Matter more because that's what we do when we're family. Hmm. We help the ones that's hurting more, more. You know, we like we help those people first, you know, yeah. and then we can help the next person and then help the next person and then help the next person. You know, but this hashtag Black Lives Matter, this hashtag All Lives Matter, it's not even hashtags anymore. It's just competition now to which hashtag is better. Mm-hmm. It's a war of hashtags now, you yeah. know, and this was never yeah. how it was intended to be. But one, when one side becomes competitive, then it automatically lures the other side to maybe think about being a little bit more competitive now, too. And I think that's what happened with the Black Lives Matter and the All Lives Matter, because Black Lives Matter was never about competition. Mm-hmm. You know, it was never about saying your life doesn't matter. It was just about we're hurting. We're hurting yeah. and we need your help. Plain and simple, period. You know? Yeah. And then uh, the All Lives Matter came in was like, no, you might be disrespecting us, you know, because my life matters, too. And you know, and it turned into a competition. Once that happened, it turned into an automatic competition. And then on the Black Lives Matter came and was like, no, 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 we're not saying that. And then, and, and then it's just back and forth. And it's just like, man, look, man, this is this like this is not the way. This yeah. is not the way. So, so I, I want to because I, I see we got a few um, comments. You know, a few comments just came in, and I'm not really gonna highlight those. But let's just say that everybody doesn't agree with your message. Right. Mm-hmm. And and I'm sure you know this. Right. Yeah. yeah. What I want to what I want to ask you this. And I, I just finished real quick. I just finished <laughs> reading a book. Yeah. I just finished reading a book mm-hmm. called Stamped um, by Ibram mm-hmm. X. Kendi. 
and it talks about the history of African Americans in our country from a standpoint of three different types of people, right? So there's separatists who are racist, there's assimilationists who he calls cowards, and then he has anti-racists who are the people who are really going to be able to make a difference in the world because they believe that African Americans don't need um, Caucasian approval to be able to to move forward as a people. So yeah. it's, it's a really good book. If you haven't read it, check it out. It's an amazing. Um, I, I did the audio book. It's only four hours mm. long, so it's really good. Um, and if you're interested in it, let me know and I'll send it to you. But okay. um, what do you do? You think that you fall that that people are disagreeing with your message because they believe that you're an assimilationist and that you want to appease Caucasians as opposed to purely standing for Black people? Can Can you say that one more time? So do you do you think just to, just so we can get this a point out there? Do you think that the people who disagree with you disagree with you because of the fact that they believe you to be an assimilationist and you want to like appease white people than for you to be anti-racist and just stand for black people? Basically, I'm I'm, a, I'm what you would call a bootlicker or or a, or a cop licker in a okay. sense, right? Okay. Basically, yeah. And and like that's what some people have told me in the crowd yesterday with the lady that said about um and really get to talking and stuff like that. I totally understand. I I t look. I lived in the hood. I totally understand how some black people think about white people and about joining white people or joining their business. Or I totally understand. But is that the way? Is that the way towards a better future? Mm. You know, yeah. is that the way towards a better future for your kids? You know, like they can, uh, if you work with another race, that you're automatically a bootlicker. Mm. You know, because that, that, that doesn't seem like love and peace to me. It yeah. seems like hate, you know, and love over hate for me conquers all. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and yeah. there are white people that want to help us. And like, you know, what's crazy with most of these protests. Guess who it is? White people. Mm. White True. people, white people, white people, white people. And like, I'm, I'm glad as well. But at the same time, I'm so disappointed because we talk on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, all this stuff, but we're never here. You know, and, and like black people say, oh, well, y'all should help um, the protest or y'all or, or should help the government or y'all should help this, the, the city or whatever. How come you don't help? You know, you could be the change. You know, don't 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 say you want someone else to be the change when you yeah. want to be the change. But you don't put any action towards being that change. Yeah. Well, you I know? think I, I, I definitely. Yeah. No, I mean, and, and I, it's, it's, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I apologize. Listen, that's okay. No, what I, I, you what, I just wanted you to, I wanted you to be able to respond to that because I know just like anytime you start to get positive attention, there's going to be some negative attention. Um, and I, I want you to, to, to always understand that with any criticism, you're the type of person, you're a listener. I can tell that you're a listener. Yeah. Chew up the meat, spit out the bones. Learn what there is to learn, and then go about your way. The people whose minds you don't, that you're not going to change about you, you're not going to change their minds, right? So if you look at something that you're doing and you say, I think that what I'm doing is the right thing to do and it's the right way to do it, then you go about it and you do it the best way you possibly can. If you look in the mirror and you say, the way I'm doing things bothers me 
then you change it. That's that's my that's my. Yeah. Hold on one second. Hey, mute your um device and unmute it because it seems like you you got some feedback. Microphone check. Uh, microphone check. Ah. It, 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 it might be because I took my headphones out because I had to charge my phone. Oh, uh, okay. All right. So just turn your phone down some. Okay. Turn down? Yeah. Is that that, that is still... Hold on. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. We have some technical advice, technical difficulties for the feedback. Oh, man. Uh. Yeah, let me see if I can... Go on my computer real quick. Yeah, yeah. Just go ahead. I'm go out. Just go out and go to your computer. Click on the link and then come back in. And I'll just talk to the people okay. you come back. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah. So so. Uh. I I definitely want to I definitely want to say this. Um. One, real talk. Rajan has a goal of shining a light on the great people doing great things in the community, and it's important that we understand that every person in the community is not going to agree on everything. We're not. We're not. Um. One way or the other, one way or the other, there will always be people that feel a certain way about the way they do things. I do a lot in the community. And even with the things that I do in the community, which I don't really think that you can have a negative outlook on, there are people who do, right? At the end of the day, I have to look in the mirror at myself and decide, am I doing what I think is best? This young man is doing what he thinks is best. Now, you may feel like you would do it differently. And that's great. That's awesome. I hope that you continue to push your agenda forward the best way that you possibly can. And I'm not going to say whether I agree or I disagree with the young man with his with his methods. What I will say is that the young man took a stand and the young man is standing on the things that he believes in. I don't know what else we can ask of our young people. I don't know what else we can ask of our young people than for them to believe in something and for them to stand on something. Shoot, a year ago, two years ago, we was worrying about this generation eating Tide Pods. We, we were worried about them. And now people, much like, and I'm sure uh, 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 Chelsea Jacobs, I don't, I don't know you personally. Um, I, I hope that you're still watching. If you're not, God bless you. But um, your generation, that generation is going to change the world. Y'all are changing the world right now. And it's because there's a multiple, there's a multiple multitude, there's a multitude of opinions, there's a multi multitude of thought processes that are that are that are that are contributing to this discussion. So he's back. You're back. Uh, I can't hear you now. All right. Can you hear me now? Now I hear you. I'm gonna take it out then. Gotta take it out. Okay. Yeah, sorry, everybody. I didn't know it was gonna um be that long. My phone, my phone was just keeping up. No problem, man. No problem. So yeah, so uh, what I was saying, and I wanted to make sure, and I'm I'm glad we're having this discussion because one, I love who you are. Like I just I just do. I just do. And I support you. I support you whether I agree with the methods or not. Mm -hmm. I agree, and I said this while you were off. I I love the fact that you have decided to take a stand. And your stand is your stand. Mm -hmm. Period. Your stand is your stand. You're not trying to be nobody's leader. You said that earlier. 
You're not speaking for the black community. You're speaking for yourself. No. You're speaking yeah. for G. Jordan. Oh. You're speaking for Pharaoh Almighty. He's said that. He said <laughs> that. So, I mean, he's not out here saying, hey, guys, follow me. And while I lead you down the path of righteousness or you haven't said anything like that. He said, this is how I feel. This is what I did. And this is how people reacted. Yeah. I appreciate that. You and you and your approach is you and your approach. And like I told you, when you look in the mirror, you ask yourself one question. Am I doing things that I am proud of doing? Yeah. Am I doing things that when I wake up in the morning, when I look in the mirror, I like the person that's looking back at me? Mm-hmm. That's that's like that's my compass. That's my whole compass. If I'm doing something, everything from my show to to my my activities in the community, to my job, to the way I raise my children, to the way I treat my wife. Mm-hmm. Can I look myself in the mirror and am I happy with the person that I see? Mm-hmm. If you do that, you're happy, then I'm happy for you. And that's to anybody. That's to anybody. It's not to judge this young man because we would have done it differently. Because you mm-hmm. still have an opportunity to do it differently, believe it or not. No, I'm not talking about you, G. Yeah. I'm talking about community. Mm-hmm. We all have the opportunity to do things the right way that we think is the right way to do them. Yeah, there's no, um, there is no I, I don't one answer. Yeah, yeah. There's no silver no bullet for this thing. The change that's happening is because it's coming from so many different angles. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, we all want the same thing. Yeah. We all want freedom. We all want liberation. We all want equality. We all want equity. We all want the world yep. to be free of racism, all its forms. Now, there are people who are not for that, and those people get a different show. I'm not going <laughs> to waste your show on that. I'm not going to waste your show on that, my brother. Mm-hmm. Um, you spoke about the monuments coming down, so you, you definitely agree that the monuments should come down? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's a lot of um, negative energy on that on that monument you know um and i they, i don't i'm not sure but it was it was put up 20 years ago is that, is that correct Which one? that Which that one? monument in marion square no so the monument in marion square has been up i think 128 years the law the heritage the heritage act law has been in has been in place since 2000 the year 2000 okay okay and, yeah okay that and that law was put in place because Specifically to protect Confederate monuments, okay. it was it was it was okay. it was a law that was put in place to um to to stop um he said for eighteen eighty six. Thank you, uh, Professor Fordham. Um, mm-hmm. that law was put in place to protect Confederate monuments because of some other stuff that was going on. Eighteen eighty seven. We okay. okay we trust you, sense. Professor Fordham. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. we can trust you. Could, look, I like I'm gonna admit when I don't know something, you know, because. <laughs> That's all. Hey, look, I, hey, tell me because because yeah. that, that makes me smarter, you know. But you gotta that's how we grow. Gotta get that ego out of you, though. That's how we grow, bro. That's no. that is how we grow. That is how we grow every single day. Trust me, mm-hmm. you will you will not get everything right. Like mm-hmm. you said, what you tell what you tell me earlier? You were young and dumb. You were, young and dumb, yeah. <laughs> you, were, you were doing nineteen, yeah. <laughs> young and dumb. So mm-hmm. shoot, at twenty three, my brother, like twenty three, man. I love who you are. Where do you take the? Where does this thing go long term for you, my brother? Uh, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I've been conflicted. Um, like I said before, um, before this, I was gonna go straight. Da- look, I'm a, look. I was gonna dance my way to the top. You know, I was, <laughs> yeah. And then, and then, you know, I still want to be a motivational speaker, but 
People don't usually, well, people usually do that around 30, usually maybe 35, you know, Just right? Yourself they, short. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they, they usually dirty, do it around that age. So I was like, I'm going to dance first and then I'm going to ease into, you know, motivational speaking. And, and like that could be my like long term because I'm not going to be physically doing anything yeah. to yeah. hinder my body, you know. But now it's just like, hey, motivational speaking is right now. And I'm just like, hold on for a second. I want to dance, you know, I wanted to like do what I wanted to do first, you know, and it's just like the world wants me to do something else. And it's just like, do I dive all in? Do I not dive all in? Do I try to balance it out? Would I be happy if I balance it out? You know, and like, that's, that's the big thing for me. You know, it's like, um, people want me to be this new leader and I, and like, I don't mind being it. But if I lose myself in the process of trying to help people or save the world, quote unquote, uh, is it really worth it if I lose myself? It's not. You know, so like that's my big question that I ask myself every day. Is it is it worth it if I lose myself trying to solve everything and solve other people's problems and and, and solve the world's problem? You know, because I don't want to lose myself. I don't want to lose the happiness. I don't want to lose that peace. I don't want to lose that peak state of mind, you know? So yeah, I've, what, I've been battling. Um, the dancing ain't going nowhere. So that's just who I am. But it's just that um that motivation and that podcasting, you know. And and like I do want to do it, but I don't want to go deep into the hole on accident because I don't have mentors like that. I I I have a couple, but I don't have mentors for really the areas I want to go with the podcast that will help me stay on track. And you know what I'm saying? Like do so, stuff like that. So I'm going to pause you right there. Uh-huh. I'm going to pause you right there because you got one. Uh-huh. All right? Believe that. Whatever you need is done. Mm-hmm. Understand that? I'm mm-hmm. I'm not really anybody important. I ain't nobody special. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just a dude with a microphone and a camera. But if there's anything that, that you need in that regard as it pertains to, you know, preparing yourself or even if you just need somebody to just like unload on, I'm going to give you my number. You call me, you text me, whatever, because mm-hmm. in this world, in this world, there will be people who are sent to build you. And the way they're going to build you is by trying to tear you down. Do you understand me? Yeah. So you're going to need to surround yourself with positive people. Mentors is a great word. Mm-hmm. People who, who are willing to sit on the phone and listen to you vent. I have several of them yeah. myself. I, I, I surround myself. That's how I stay positive. Is because mm-hmm. when you get that negative energy coming in, you yeah. need positive energy to, to help you, like you to help lift you up. Because if not, you're gonna feel beat down by the world yeah. by yourself. And as much as the wife loves you, she doesn't know what it's like to be a black man in America. Mm-hmm. She doesn't. She can be a wonderful woman, and yeah. you know, women support my wife supports me the nothing out of me, and I love my wife to, to death for it. But I also have my brothers that I know I can reach out to, and I'm sure it's a lot of people that's pulling on you, a lot of people telling you, hey. I'm gonna be there. I can tell you one thing, but Rajon for sure. If you call me, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up. Um, so you definitely have a mentor, so don't worry about that ever. Mm-hmm. Don't that's that's you whatever you need, you got for yeah. sure. Um, yeah. let me see. Uh question. What does the true meaning of an activist look like? Um, are you asking him or are you asking me? Because I want to make sure if you asking him, I want him to answer for himself. If you're asking me, I can give you a totally different answer. Um, I, I could also tell you why I don't call myself an activist, but that's a whole other thing for another day. Um, and do you consider yourself an activist? I do. I do not. All right. Let me take that off your banner. Cause I don't want, I don't want people to, all right, I got you. I mean, I don't mind it being there, but, um, I think 
people they get too deep into it per se you know uh, and they and they and like i said they put they box themselves into that category only you know and like yeah. that's not all of who i am so i might i might that might be a, a symptom of who i am yeah you know but that's not who i am you know yeah. i would rather call myself like an artist okay you know like that. that's a better word for 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 me yeah. you know yeah but for somebody else activist might be a better word but for me that's more of a symptom yeah. you know yeah so so when i think about the word activist right i think about i i know activists i know people who when it goes down their front lines every single time i, yeah. I, got, I have some friends that i know are straight up i'm yeah. out here for every all day. of the smoke every day. all the time if, i'm not if, like if, that <laughs> nah, <laughs> no no nah. Rajon, Rajon, I operate. I don't. I can. I consider myself someone who works in the community. Mm -hmm. um, I, I consider myself a community worker. I consider myself a community servant. Um, uh, 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 a lot of things. I, I never call myself an activist, though. A lot of people who I work with are activists. A lot of people I do work with. I have done lots of work with activists, but I'm not going to be frontline at anybody's protests. Mm -hmm. I'm just not. I will join your protests if COVID nineteen is not going on, but. <laughs> but uh I'm I'm but I'm I'm not gonna be front lines. And I I I have too much respect for people who are out there on the front lines every single time something happens, not just when it's hot. Cause I've seen for all this for all this, and I want to say this really quickly, G, for all of this talk about all these activists, I don't seen a whole lot of activist protests with like four or five people out there. Mm -hmm. My homeboy, now I want I guess I'll go ahead and use his name. My homeboy Elvin. My homeboy Shakim, Elvin, Elvin will drive, Elvin will find out about something going on in Georgia and drive all the way to Georgia to protest. Yeah, see, see, like, see, like, that ain't me. And like, protest with just a few people, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah like, see, like 10 see, people out there. Yeah, yeah, see, I, I don't know if I'm I'm that to that extent of activist nah. because I know what a, a true activist is. Yeah, yeah. So you, you, come, you call me an activist, but I'm not a true activist you know because yeah. i know that there's more to me than that you know there's like there's so much more that i want to do as well than just being an activist because when you're an activist you're in that hole you in it yeah i'm not i'm not i'm you know i'm still 23 i'm like i might be an activist a year from now you never know i might i might be active you might become a professional activist. now you know but now i'm like i'm just i'm still trying to find myself what, you know? what I would, yeah. What I would tell you is this, and we're gonna start to wrap. But, but I, what I want to tell you is this: whatever you love to do, do it. You said something earlier. You said people want you to become this thing, and it's not what's in your heart. No, I'm not saying anything wrong with that at all. I, I, I just told you that some of my, some of my closest friends are activists. Um, a lot of my closest friends are activists, and I love what they do. Mm -hmm. I just said that I don't do it. I'm I'm not that guy. Um, I will support them in all their endeavors. I do what I, I do in the community. I know lots of great activists. I'm not an activist. I'm not an activist. Um, so I want to make sure I clear that up. I'm more of a speaker than an activist. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. You yes. know, I'm more Absolutely. of a guy who will speak to people, but not be out there every single day, yeah. all day. You yeah. know, I, I know people that's out stuff. there. Like yeah, people, yeah. because and, and again, it's a respect thing. Like we're saying, like I have tremendous respect for the people I, yeah. who are out there. Like my dude, like my that dude, Shakim, my guy Shakim. 
out there with the bullhorn. If you if you want somebody with a bullhorn, all right, all right okay. I don't got no bullhorn, that's, man. That's my guy, guy, and that's these are my people, people. All right, so you, you Google Google yeah. it. That's all you got. Yeah. But what I was telling you is this: whatever you love doing, you do that. Mm-hmm. If you want to dance, you dance. If you want to speak, you speak. If you want to become a teacher, become a teacher. Whatever it is that you want to do, you do it because the things that you love to do are the things that you're going to do the best. Exactly. The things that's on your heart to do are the things that you're going to be mostly impa- most most impactful with. You went out and like you said, even if you're not an activist, you went out and you made that made that 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 uh cry to the to the police department for 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 them to hear you and for them to feel your pain and let them know that you feel their pain. Those are the words I heard you say. I feel your pain. Mm-hmm. I hear you. I see you. I feel you. You tried to make your message present to them, even though they were out there to do a job. And chances are, they probably didn't care what nothing you were saying. Yeah. But to you, you felt like that's what you needed to do. Yeah. And look what came of it. That's the speaker in me. You know, that's the it's partially activist moment. You know, yeah. I think yeah. people tied it. I'm sorry about the table, but people tied it to me being a strong activist. But really, I was just being. Uh, using my gift of speaking, yeah. you know, not my yeah. gift of being an, an, an activist. It, it just kind of merged with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I love it, bro. I love it. And um, I, I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and wrap, but I, I want you to know, like I said, that, that if you need me, I'm dead serious. I don't mean, I don't say stuff and people on here know me. They know if I say, call me, I'm there, call me, I'm there. And don't let mm-hmm. this world beat you down. Yeah, because I let this world beat it you will. down. It it will it will do its best. I promise you. Especially at twenty three. At twenty three, I can remember the beating down that the world gave me. Yeah. But God, man. But God. Um, trust God. Believe in yourself, and and you you're gonna go every everywhere. You know that you want to go, whether Jay Z's there with you or not. But if Jay Z's watching again, uh, Real Talk at Gmail I really appreciate <laughs> message me. Uh, any parting thoughts, bro? First of all, where can they find you if they want to follow you, keep up to what, what's going on with you, um, and then parting thoughts? And, like, that's why I changed my name to at Feral Almighty. So it's at Feral Almighty. You know how they have the name. You can put it as some as some other name. It'll be G. Yeah. Jordan Jr. So okay. G. Jordan or G. Jordan Jr., but it's at Feral Almighty. Um, right. And that's why I use Feral Almighty because that's my ground grounding me. Yeah, that grounds me to where look, you're not this person people want to shape you into, you know. Mm-hmm. You yep. are you, you know. You are that light. You're that dancer. You're that designer. You're the artist. You're that speaker. You might be even an activist. You might be, you know. You know? But that ain't first on my list right now. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> you know, I love y'all. You know, and that might be me in the future. But right now, G. Jordan, aka Pharaoh Almighty, just he's just not this raging activist right now you know i'm still learning i'm, tro- I'm yeah, still trying yeah. to find how to speak to people better how to speak to different crowds and that's what i'm learning you can't speak you can't have the same message for different crowds you know you like you gotta learn your crowd so so this is all a learning experience for me you know like yeah, in a sense yeah. i can't be this activist you want me to be well i can't be this activist what you want me to be because i'm I, i'm still learning a lot you know yeah. Still learning the right yeah. moves, you know. I'm still playing chess, you know. I'm a, I'm a yeah. beginner in this, you know. So yeah. so so I can't be this activist maybe because I I don't have the experience in it, you know yet. Yeah. And um, just go back to that one thing you said. What do you want to do with all this? Um, with the speaking and the podcast, I never really hit home with it. But my main goal is to make. I'm, I guess I'm giving y'all my plans. Uh, hopefully, you don't <laughs> steal it. You know, like come on, I'm a nice guy. 
But hopefully I want to create a podcast called The Round Table. And The Round Table is that I want every single race, culture, and background to come to my podcast in a circular table and talk about world problems that need to be talked about and world problems that we can hopefully fix and make solutions towards. That is my ultimate goal and make it into a whole big company building. Word. Okay. That's my goal. But that's not far fetched. That's <laughs> definitely something you can do. That's yeah. definitely something you can do. I've I've seen I've seen I've seen lots of podcasts. So mm-hmm. I, I can definitely if you need guidance, I got you. Um mm-hmm. just just say the word, man. But thank you so much for watching. Um, and I'm gonna go ahead and wrap this interview. Thank you again so much. Thank you guys so much for watching. Let me uh, get my music queued up. Sorry. <laughs> I usually have my, my script li- loaded up by now, but I, I'm so busy talking that I didn't load up my script. I'm slipping. All right. Tick, 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 tick. Yeah, thank you guys so much for watching. I'm going to go ahead and start my music. Thank you, thank you, thank you for watching this week. I really appreciate it. Thank you to G. Jordan, a.k.a. Pharaoh Almighty. Man, it touched my heart that you took the time to come on and be here. Like I said, if you need me, you call me. It's nothing. It's done. All right. Uh, this has been the Local Celebrity Spotlight. And remember that it shines every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. where I interview my local celebrities and unsung heroes. Uh, next Wednesday night, I actually have Tabitha King, uh, Tabitha King, Officer Tabitha King, um, who's coming on to talk about her children's book that she wrote. Um, I'm really excited to talk to her because I have known her since before she was writing the book. And now that I actually get now that the book is out, I'm excited about the opportunity to share it with the world. Um, if you are doing something in the community that you would like a light shined on, please reach out to me on my website. That's www.realtalkwithrajan.com. Um, and we can discuss getting you on the show. This and all my shows, in addition to the Cog Chronicle series, is now available for your listening pleasure via Apple, Spotify, Google, and any other place you can find podcasts. You can also find it on my website. That's www.realtalkwithrajan.com. If you'd like to be made aware of when it goes, when I go live, because sometimes it is unscheduled, please follow, follow me by clicking the follow or subscribe tab on the page and turn on the notifications so that you'll know when something new has been posted to the page. In the meantime, please stay up to date with me and what I'm doing on social media uh, by following Real Talk with Rajan on all the social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, and Instagram. If you're on YouTube, please subscribe. I have far too few YouTube followers to be this dope. Pretty dope. Um, Feel free to leave any comments, questions, whatever else you'd like to say in the comment section or the message section. I love getting your feedback and, and sorry, I love reading your messages and getting your feedback, even if it's negative. I would also love it if you could um, leave a five-star rating on the podcast. If you're listening on podcast and if you're listening on, on YouTube or Facebook, please leave a review. I am also accepting invitations for speaking engagements and event hosting opportunities. If you would like for me to speak at or host your event, you can request me through my website via www.realtalkrajan.com. I need to shout out my sponsors. Special thank you to Science to See, Science to See, www.sciencetosee.com. If you have custom t- custom order needs of any kind, please go to www.sciencetosee.com to place your order and use the promo code for this month. That's Real Talk 2020. That's Real Talk 2020. You get 10% off your order. Thank you guys so much for watching. I cannot thank you enough. This has been amazing. Shout out to Pharaoh Almighty. Shout out to everybody who watched. In closing, always remember that God is everything and without him we are nothing. So never forget where your help comes from. And if a man doesn't stand for something, he's bound to fall for anything. Now that is real talk. I will see y'all next week. Peace.